passage that I'll be reading from comes from Ephesians. And uh, I think I've read this before, but I think I need to read it again because it talks about the unity in the body of Christ. There is unity in the body of Christ. As a prisoner for the Lord, this is Paul speaking, he says, Then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle, and be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and the Father of all, who is over all, and through all and in all. Now, as I have spoke with you before, uh, God has revealed himself in a particular way that we need to learn to appreciate. And I'm speaking about right now the topic or the doctrine of the Trinity. The Bible speaks a lot about it. Although the Bible speaks a lot about it, a lot of people don't quite understand it. A lot of people reject it. I'm talking about Christians. But I would say that if you reject this doctrine, then you are rejecting the very words which are written in this, this particular passage right now, which speaks about one Lord one faith, one baptism, and one God, and the Father of all. The Father is the first person of the Trinity. And it's important to understand that the Father is the one who basically, um, first of all, he begat the Son, right? That's why he's called the Father. Um, and in the same passage, it talks about the Spirit. There is one body and one Spirit. It is the Father who has sent, or it's the Father who sends the Holy Spirit. He sent, he sent the Holy Spirit when Jesus first came to this big blue marble, which we live in right now, today. When he first came here, God, the Father, sent Jesus the Spirit. The Bible talks about that. And the Spirit entered into him. And it was the Spirit, it was by the Spirit which Jesus lived his temporary life, his short life here in this earth. And we too are to live like Jesus, by the Spirit. For all those who believe in Jesus, for all those who call themselves Christians, we, we must live our lives by the Spirit. Now, I have been reminded today that today is a day that um, there's a man that I once know. There's a man, and I don't want to say his name because I probably put this on the air. But I knew at one time in my, my young life. And I have to admit, I uh, greatly admired this man. I admired him mostly because 
he uh, called himself a Christian. And he did everything he possibly could within his means to live a life as a Christian. And one of the things I appreciate most about him is that he uh, prayed in the spirit. I could tell by his prayers that he was always praying by the spirit. And we too, we need to pray by the spirit. And when we pray, we pray by faith. Trusting that, first of all, God knows our prayers. And our prayers, you need to understand something about prayer. Prayer is a mode of communication with God. It's a mode of communication with God whereby, you know, oftentimes, especially in today, today's uh, uh, environment, today's world, um, Oftentimes we view prayer as a form of worship, and that's true. It is a form of worship, and we, we view it as that because it's, it does seem that most times where prayer is most appreciated and most used is doing a worship service and so forth, you know, even studies like this. But I'm here to tell you that prayer is, is that, and it's also communication with God. It's a type of communication whereby... God hears our prayers, and he answers our prayers. And not only that, because we are in the Spirit, when we pray in the Spirit, we are praying with others just like us, that is, Christians, throughout the world, saints throughout the world. And I'm talking about saints here in the earth and saints in heaven. I didn't realize this until I began to study the Bible, and it talks about this in various places. And I don't want to get into detail right now about that, but I am convinced that the Bible urges us to pray, first of all, in the Spirit. The Bible also urges us to trust that God knows our prayers, and not only that, if God and when God wills, others just like us, just like you and me, believers in Jesus Christ can know these prayers as well. In earth and in heaven. For me, this brought me com comfort. Because I can pray and I can ask if God wills, Lord God, I pray for those who have gone before me, like this man that I'm speaking about right now. And God, you know who I'm talking about. Pray that he, I pray that you would wish him happy birthday for me. Let him know that I love him and I greatly appreciate him. And as I reflect on our lives together, before we passed on into the next life to be with you in your glory, that I'll never forget him as long as I live in this earth. And I believe that the Bible encourages me to do this, and I believe, Father, that you can do this because you can do all things, and you encourage you encourages you encourage us in your word to pray. For all the saints, 
And all means all. Not some, not one, not two, not three, not four. All. And so I'm praying for him right now that you would encourage him and let him know that I and possibly many more wish him a happy birthday. As I will always tell you, don't take my word for it. Read the Bible and learn for yourself. With his bow, nice close, let us pray. Well, God, Father, heaven bless you once again for another day. And I thank you, yes, Father, I thank you that you are God that knows all things. And you are God that have called us and united us and made us a part of your eternal family, your eternal kingdom. There is no line in heaven. There is no line in the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. They have been united. They have been joined because of our Lord, Savior Jesus Christ, who died and paid for our sins, has reconciled us unto you and has made us one. Unit, unity in the body of Christ. That's what it's all about. We are all united together. And we can know this and we can trust in this because you have revealed this to us in your word. And your word is true. It is true. It is, the, it is true. And so we believe that today we can pray and that you can know our prayers. And if you will, and if we ask and we believe, that all those who have gone before us, even right now, who are not in this earth with us, except for their bodies, their souls are in heaven. We trust and believe in the glory of our Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ, that you can allow them to hear our prayers, which is just a matter of just expressing our love, if it's expressing our wishes, this is expressing to them even the desire that they would pray for us, to you, to the Lord Jesus, as they are in his presence right now. You can do that. It encourages us. Because I know, without a shadow of a doubt, there's another person that the reason why I believe is because of her. And so I thank you for her. And she, too, in the presence of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that you would let her know that I appreciate all that she has done and all her prayers. And I pray that she would continue to pray for me because I know when she was in this earth and when she was alive, she prayed for me. And that's why I am who I am today. A sinner, saved by grace, through faith, in the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I thank you, Father, for another day once again. I pray that not our will be done, but your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen.